Welcome to the Unfuck Your Health Podcast, where we get into all things training, nutrition, mindset, and help you unfuck your health. I'm your host, Brevin Jandrew. Let's get into it. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Coaches Roundtable. Man, it has been a minute since we recorded one of these. Um, it has. I was just thinking <laughs> that today. It's It's been a while since I've recorded a podcast in general. I know. We've I both been traveling. Just, I, I just... We, we have been, but man, how awesome has that been? Like, uh, it, I know, so for those listening, we, we both like, we both had two trips, one together and um, both had one separate. Um, I started out in Arizona at a coaching conference and where were you? I was in uh, Vegas for a bachelor party, which so much Vegas different. is, <laughs> yeah, Vegas. I was supposed to go Vegas, to that conference, but my friend who I'm, I'm the best man in his wedding. So I had no choice, but to go, he planned it for that same one. My only request for planning it was that it was after my meet, which we got, it was the yeah. week after my meet. So I'm thankful for that. So I didn't have to not have fun while I was out there. I had definitely had fun. Yes, absolutely. S- speaking of me, like that's, that brings up a good point. We haven't had a podcast recording together since uh, your meet. Yeah, you're right. So you want to share? Want to quickly kind of share a little bit about how that went? Yeah, uh, it was good. I-, I didn't necessarily hit all of the numbers that I went in to hit, but my goal going in was to be able to attempt those numbers and give the best effort that I could, and I think I did. Um, I hit 529 on squat, which was about five pounds under what I hit in training. Um, I made a pretty big jump because I really wanted to attempt 551. I barely missed it, um, but I'm really happy with the effort that I gave and my form didn't break down. So I was happy with that Um, bench, whatever Uh, I hit the, (laughs) I matched my PR um, cleaner than I've ever matched it before, which is great. Um, And then I made a decent sized jump to 297, which I wanted to attempt again. And I barely missed it. But again, very happy with my attempt. But no shoulder pain too. Like no shoulder pain you've been working with. So yes, I had no shoulder pain, which was amazing. That's all I could ask for on that day as far as bench was no shoulder pain. And then deadlifts (laughs) was where everything really came together. Um, I finally hit my 600 pound deadlift um, on the stiff bar. It was amazing. It felt great. It moved well. Um, We had the option to go up. Um, but I, I told chase that I wanted to make sure that I got that number. I was very confident that I could get that number and I didn't want to go up and see and push it too much to where I missed. And I didn't get that Mm -hmm. 600 on paper. Um, so we took that. It was great overall, fantastic day. Chase did a great job handling me, helping me out. And it was a lot of fun. (laughs) I definitely can't wait to hop back on the platform. Hopefully at the end of the year, um, I'll be on the platform again. Awesome. Yeah. That, that was a fun day. Like I, and, and I didn't know I was handling you until like the day before you were like, yeah, you're, I'll let you do it. And I was like, Oh gosh. <laughs> and I, you know, it's, it's definitely a lot more pressure than I was expecting too. Oh like, my God. Like it's, <laughs> like it's, it's not bad, but it's like, it's definitely like mentally stressful. Cause you're just like, like, I feel like I was stressed more about the lifts. Oh, than 100%. You I, that's why I told you every time that I go and I coach, it's more stressful than actually competing because at least when you're competing, you have the ability to make an impact on what's about to happen because the bars on your back. But when you're yep. coaching, it's all on the athlete. Did you prepare them well enough? Are they going to follow the commands? Are they going to they're going to be in the right headspace? Like those are things that you get to have influence on on that day, but you don't get to have influence on if they hit the, that number or not. Um, and then calling the right number so you can put up the best. There's just a lot that goes into <laughs> it. And I told you before, yeah. the days that I coach and I'm at a meet, I'm more sore than when I actually lift. My back's always tired and I'm <laughs> sore. And I'm like, I didn't fucking do anything with the hell. 
I I really wasn't like I wasn't really sore, but I was definitely tired. Like after I left the house, my brain was just like done. Um, but definitely a good day. No, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, yeah, and then and then last week uh, we just both went to Colorado after our both our trips and got to go see a Red Rocks concert for the very first time. Oh my god, was that was an amazing phenomenal. venue. It was an amazing venue. Yeah, that that I will definitely be back there for sure. Oh yeah. Um, um but it also was so much fun. It was, it was, and then just Colorado, it's also just amazing in general. Um, but they're not here to hear us ch- chat about our past couple of weeks. They're here to hear. That, that's these on the lifestyle podcast again. Yes, I know. I know. We're, we're still working on that one. Um, but let's take some questions. We got a couple of good questions today. Um, so we're going to dive right on into these. Um, first, Linda, shout out to my client, Linda. She said, I'm curious about the different schools of thought around how to structure calorie intake to achieve the best results. I seem to do best trying to divide my eating up into three similar size meals throughout the day. Many people do something different. Does it matter? Let's just start. It's a great question. That's a great question. Um, So I think that when we look at optimizing nutrition, training, all these kind of things, um, there's a lot of people on the internet. There's a lot of different theories, different things people do that are quote unquote optimal. But at the end of the day, what is going to be the most optimal? is what you can stick to, what you enjoy doing. For some people, it might be two really big meals. For some people, it might be six small meals. One is not superior to the other in terms of fat loss or body composition, but it's what that person enjoys. I personally have, I mean, I I eat quite a few calories, even on a cut. I'm eating about 2,800 calories right now, Um, but I tend to like bigger meals, like three to four bigger meals during the day rather than small meals all day long, Um, especially with my history of binge eating. When I have smaller meals throughout the day and I never get that full feeling, that's something that leads to a binge for me. So I like to feel full after after my meal. So I'm not just going to continually snacking all day long. For other people, they might not like that feeling. It's harder for them to stick to that. There are so many different ways that you can create a calorie deficit. I mean, that's literally how every diet you've ever heard of um, works is creating a calorie deficit either directly or indirectly. So really it comes down to what do you enjoy? What is your preference? And that's where coaching comes in. It's an individualized process. There's not a one size fits all. We need to take your puzzle pieces and create a puzzle for you and not try to stick your puzzle pieces into someone else's puzzle. Because if someone else likes six small meals throughout the day, but you don't, That's going to be really hard to stick to. And we know that the number one thing for creating success on your fitness journey is going to be consistency and adherence. Yes, exactly. And another thing, like, I feel like one thing that I think where a lot of this came from is, you know, a couple of years ago, they said that, you know, eating smaller meals throughout the day is like, you know, it was like stokes your metabolism and like, you know, keeps it up throughout the day. And so you burn fat easier and, you know, all of that's, you know, been disproven and it's all going to come down to a calorie deficit. Like, again, like as Brad mentioned, you know, what do you enjoy? Like, what do you like? Or are you somebody like, I know a lot of people that, you know, intermittent fast and not for like fasting that's burning fat, but like, it just, it's ideal. Like I personally, I, I technically intermittent fast. I mean, there's some days that I won't eat my first meal until 10, 11, 12, one o'clock sometimes. And that's just my preference. Some days I just would rather to push my first meal back. I drink coffee in the morning. Um, and I just, that's 
what I drink on throughout the day until I, until I have my first meal. That's just what I prefer. Yeah. And I prefer to have those bigger meals. But if you enjoy having those smaller meals throughout the day, absolutely. Or like same thing like three, three meals, two snacks or whatever it may be, like find what's going to work best for you and something you can stick to more reliable because at the end of the day, it does not matter whether you're having one meal a day or 10 meals a day. What I also think that we have to take into account a couple other things. What is, what are your goals? What kind of phase are you in? Um, and then what does your life look like? If you are yeah. someone who works and is only able to get in one to two meals a day because you're so busy at work, well, like we, you were in nursing, it was really hard yeah. for you to get meals in. So if we would have told you like, hey, get in six meals a day, that's, you're like, that's impossible. Like you're fighting to get calories in in general. So again, we have to take into account, like, what does your life look like? What are your preferences? What are your goals at this time? Like right now, we're both in a fat loss phase. Um, intermittent yep. fasting is a fantastic thing. As a, as my calories continue to drop, I won't be at 2,800 calories forever. Um, mm -hmm. More than likely, I'll have to drop my calories a little bit to be in a calorie deficit. And at that point, I will want to save some of my calories for my workout window for performance nutrition reasons. Um, and just so I don't like going to bed hungry. So I would rather save some yep. calories at night. And when I'm busy in the morning, working, doing stuff, being able to drink water and coffee, I'm intermittent fasting technically. So at that time, intermittent fasting works for me. I have a couple small or a couple bigger meals towards the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And again, the guys like don't ever think this thing when it comes to the, how often you're going to be having it in there, there is not really a way to structure it for best results. Like, again, it all comes down to consistency. What can you focus on doing the most often without feeling like you're, you know, either depriving yourself or overdoing it or, and, you know, kind of even adding on more to like what you said, like depending on the phase and things like that. Like if you're somebody who's in like a, at maintenance or at a bulking you know phase, like you're probably going to have more meals than someone who is in a deficit just because, you know, it's going to be hard if you're eating you know, three, 4,000 calories, you know, some people who are able to eat that much and so like bulk or maintain, then you're probably not going to want to have one or two meals a day. You're probably going to have at least three or four. Individuality matters and the best results you're going to get are what you can consistently stick to. Absolutely. All, All right. right. Question number two, Pamela, I would love to see a discussion. There's a couple questions in here, so we're we'll going to take, take one them by one. one at a time. Um, I would love to see a discussion surrounding nutritional supplements and minerals. What's needed outside of daily vitamin? What's suggested? So I, all right. So first we're just going to preface this whole conversation. because like all the questions that Pamela asked were about supplementation um, and a lot of good questions, but I, I want to just kind of start out by saying a lot of times supplements should be like one of the last things you should consider. Like I know when we both start working with clients, that's one of the last things we're worried about. Like, sure, if you want to have that conversation and, you know, we'll recommend like some of the basics, but it's the unsexy things. It's like, get your vitamin D, get your fish oil, get your creatine. You know, you can use protein powder supplementation if it helps you get your protein goals in. I mean, don't overthink this too much because a lot of times this is going to come down to the individual and it is what it says it is. It is a supplement to what you're already having. Because at the end of the day, you can't, like, let's say, you know, if it's, you know, later on the question she asked about like calcium, like, sure, you could take all your supplementation or you get all your calcium supplements, but it's probably not what you're going to end up doing. You're probably going to get some of it through your food. And if that's the case, then you may not need a supplement or maybe you need a little supplement. Like it, it all is going to come down to what do you need? But as far as like, what do you need outside of the daily multivitamin? There, I do think a daily multivitamin is important, um, but a multivitamin, fish oil, vitamin D3, and, you know, 
uh, creatine, monohydrate, and again, protein supplements or pre-workouts and things like that if you want to use those as well. Yeah, I, and I, I would say, uh, like you said, preface this all with it really depends and you shouldn't rely on supplements. When we look at like the nutritional hierarchy, hierarchy for fat loss or body composition changes, um, supplements are on the very top. That is the least important thing. You can, I lost a hundred pounds without taking any supplements other than like a protein powder or creatine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a huge believer in supplements. Now, if you can get some blood work in front of us and say, what are you actually deficient in? Great. I would rather still first work on how can we get a balanced diet? Once we work through that yep. and get a balanced diet and work through getting those through our nutrition and you still have some deficiencies, cool. Let's take a real look because in all honesty, who wants to waste a bunch of money on supplements if they're not going to benefit you? If you're already getting enough calcium or vitamin B or any of these stuff, yeah, <laughs> you're just wasting, you're pissing out money essentially. So let's- Basically, take, yeah. Yeah, let's take- a, a real approach to this and say, okay, let's get some blood work done. Let's figure out where we're actually deficient. Let's see if we can get it through our nutrition. And then from there, we will make some recommendations. Now, I do want to give you some tactical information here. Like you said, um, there are a couple of, we both have a supplement guide. So if you do want that message, either of us, if you don't already have Chase's um, supplement guide, um, the couple that I have on my supplement guide that I would recommend to most people are fish oil, vitamin D, uh, magnesium is up there as well. It's a trace mineral that's low in most people. And yeah. then vitamin C can be beneficial as well for people. Um, and then like you said, protein powders or uh, pre-workouts, creatine, stuff like that. Um, but again, neither of us are big supplement people. I would rather you Work on getting more fruits and veggies in and stuff like that and letting that balance out in itself than like, hey, let's just force feed this while we go eat some uh, some chips or something. Yeah, it's and it's really funny when you said, uh, you know, we both did this, you know, without taking any supplements, we lost, you know, over 100 pounds. It reminded me I actually had it. I'm not sure if you ever did or not, but I've actually had a couple uh, when I first went through my weight loss journey and I was very, you know, I was very open about it and documented all of it on social media and such. I actually had a few different supplement companies reach out to me. And asked if they if I wanted to like partner with them in like an affiliate and like help like them sell their supplements. And I actually turned them all down because I've heard of people who have lost a lot of weight and these supplement companies end up putting your before and after pictures up with their mm-hmm. supplements. And they're like, and and even and even though they may not say that I took them during my weight loss journey, just putting my before and after pictures beside their supplement, they're already intending to show you, hey, he took these supplements and he lost this weight. So Again, at the end of the day, guys, like you can be super, super successful and sustainable without any supplements at all. And, and I want to full um, transparency. Number- when I first started my fitness journey, it might have been just because I was a poor college kid that I couldn't afford supplements that I became someone who just isn't a huge fan of supplements. But I've been able to go through my whole fitness journey and make pretty good progress, I would say, um, without any supplements. Um, and I think a lot of people over rely on supplements and think that is the first thing. And th- that's what I consider like asking the wrong questions from the start, where mm-hmm. if sleep, stress, nutrition, steps, all this kind of stuff is in order and you're doing great and you're crushing those 90% of the time, supplements are what I could consider like the 10% of your fitness journey. You can make 90% of the 90, 95% of the results you're ever going to get without taking a single supplement. Yeah. I always use the analogy of the sprinkles on the cake Yeah, where it's like, 
like you can like the supplements are basically sprinkled on your cake. If your cake sucks and you, you, you burn the cake or, you know, you leave out the sugar or the flour or something like that. And it sucks. Like if your fitness journey is just not there, nutrition's not there, sleep's not there. All the big major ingredients are not in the cake and you leave all that out. No matter how many sprinkles you put on, it's still going to suck. Right. So like, you got to make sure everything else is there first. And I do um, want to preface this because I do want to give you information about supplements. We're not trying to say that like for sure. you shouldn't take supplements or any of this kind of stuff. Supplements can be beneficial. There is a time and a place for most supplements. There are definitely some supplements that just fucking suck that are just a waste of money. <laughs> and we will definitely call those out because we don't want you wasting any more money than you have to. Um, but we we do want to to say that there are some supplements that can be very beneficial in certain circumstances. We just don't want to over rely on them. Yeah. So it actually asks, are there any supplements that can boost metabolism that are not a scam? Oh, I like this question because you are being a smart consumer. You yes. are questioning. And that is what not enough people do is question the authority figures in this that are pushing these supplements. Um, so I, I want to say no, there are not any supplements that are going to quote unquote boost your metabolism. Now, when we look at like caffeine, for example, caffeine is technically a stimulant. Caffeine is technically going to boost your metabolism through thermogenesis, but no, it's not actually going to. So when you look at like these <laughs> not fat to the burners, and, you're thinking, yeah, when you look at like these fat burners and stuff, 99% of the time, the main ingredient in fat burners is going to be caffeine and it just raises your body temperature, increases your thermogenesis and you burn a few more calories, but that's a transient effect. It's not going to make that big of a difference. You're going to be much better off focusing on doing some of the things that Chase, Chris, and I always talk about um, in, inside of like boosting your metabolism, sleep, stress management, um, protein, um, lifting weights, getting steps in, these kind of things. Those are going to serve you significantly better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's something where, again, like, sure, like there are little things that can do things here. And I mean, even like, you know, I know we both have a lot of respect for um, Legion, the supplement company Legion. Mm -hmm. um, and they even have a fat burner. And I actually, I forget which podcast it was. I was listening to one time, but the person actually interviewed the um, owner. Um, what's, what's his name? Mike Matthews. Is that right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, interviewed him and, and, he, and he called him out on it. He was like, so tell me about the fat burner. Like, you know, like, you know, how, how can you sell a fat burner? And like, you know, if you're so, about, and this you know, is the, his answer you know, is the reason that I respect Legion. Yeah. I mean, he, he has basically said like, it, it, it isn't going to, I mean, I don't know the exact word for words. So that's not what I'm going to give here, but like, it basically was like, it's going to help a very small amount, but not nearly as much as nutrition fitness and all the other things in your life. Yeah. And he, he actually said, I, I think I listened to that same one, or at least I've heard him talk about it before. He, he actually said like more than anything, like people want it. We're a business. Yes. We're going to give it to you guys if you want it. Exactly. And he also said that he pushes, you only are going to see benefits from this. If training, nutrition, all these other things are on point, then it can, again, the five to 10% of your fitness journey. Cool. If you have everything else in place, and you're looking to get that little extra 5% boost. But if you don't have everything else in order consistently, it's not going to make a difference. Yeah. I bet guys, if you look at any <clears throat> fat burning supplement or metabolism boosting supplement, whatever it may be, I bet you anywhere there is somewhere on that bottle in small font, 
results will be made through with with when paired with adequate diet and exercise yeah saving their asses from getting sued um and i do want to you can chime in on this as well if you have um one that i don't mention um but i do want to mention some supplement companies that i actually do respect um not all of them are bad most of them suck let's be real now legion is probably the supplement company that i would actually work with please sponsor me um but they actually have fantastic products. They're very open about it. They are very open about how they're made. They show their ingredient list. Be wary of supplement companies that don't show or have like a proprietary list. Yes. Never buy anything if it doesn't tell you exactly what's in it and the doses it dosages in it and the very, very specifics of the product. Um, one other one that I very much respect is Revive. Um, Revive has some amazing products. And they also offer blood testing and stuff like that for individualized um, approaches to supplements and stuff like that. So those are both fantastic companies. Um, are there any other ones that you like? Yeah, uh, two other that I would mention. Um, you know, Nature Made also has they 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 make a lot of the boring supplements that you yeah, see yeah, like yeah. at Walmart and things like that, like yeah. like the vitamins and things like that. Um, they're a pretty legitimate brand. And then also, um, as far as like protein powder wise, I do know that Dimatize ISO yeah. um, 100 is a, a good brand as well. And guys, what I would also recommend doing is go to labdoor.com. And if you go to labdoor.com, it is a third party testing site where they will actually take multiple products. They don't have everything on there, but they will test most supplements and give them a rating based, based off of quality and what the ingredients are actually in them once they tested them. And again, they're third party. So like there's, it's not the, you know, you don't want, you know, Legion testing Legion products, right? Like, of course they're gonna say they're good. Um, so this company is really good about that. And you can also go there. That's how I found like all the brands that I use for my supplements is I went to Labdoor and I was like, what's the best fish oil? And it gives you like the top 10, like fish oils that are out there. So then you can find someone that, you know, something that's fit your budget and also what you're looking for as well. Um, yeah. And I, I just want to, on one that last note, thing on this question yeah. is if you are going to buy a supplement, take the time to do the research or ask someone that you actually trust is that specific supplement that you're going to buy that company, that product going to be beneficial for you? Because there's a lot of like, uh, magnesiums out there and not all magnesiums are made equal. So be, mm-hmm. just be, be weary, yeah. be a smart consumer, be a cautious consumer when it comes to supplements. Yeah. And also guys, remember, ask someone that is not trying to sell you the product, because if you're going to a supplement store, of course, they're going to sell you everything off their shelves because it's, they're getting commission on it. Right. So come back, ask one of us, you know, if you're working, especially if you're working with us, you know, that's somebody, a great question you should be bringing up with your coach about what supplementation you should be taking. Then we can talk about brand recommendations. We can talk about all of those things on a deeper level and tailor them to you. Um, Next question inside of this question. Um, I would also like to see some discussion on B12, calcium, and vitamin D. How do I know if we are going to, if we are getting enough, what's the suggested intake? Yeah, but they were also about just like any other minerals in general that would support our diet as well. Um, So with any of these things, I feel like this is something where, again, it's going to be a big, it depends, you know, the big asterisk up top for it depends, you know, I'd love to see, like, you know, we had talked about before, let's see some blood work. Let's see, like, do you actually need these things? Um, Are you showing any signs of deficiency? Are you, you know, are you, like, why are you wanting to take these? Um, 
And then as far as like suggested intake, um, there are some recommended, um, I know, I don't know if it's on my head, B12 and calcium. I know vitamin D is usually like, you know, anywhere like 5,000 international units um, daily. Um, but again, and, and all that also depends on the person as well. Um, and also huge disclaimer for all the supplement talk here, guys. We are not your doctor. We are not your coach. Maybe we are, but if we're your coach, I want to have a one-on-one talk with you. Um, but we are not allowed to prescribe anything like that. So yes, yeah, so we can give recommendations. recommendations. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I <laughs> just think want to you, throw that disclaimer out there. I think you said it well there. Um, and, and we're not going to dive very deep into each individual supplement or mineral because at the end of the day, it's going to be so individual. Um, like you said, let's take a look. Let's get some blood work. Let's see, are you deficient? Are there signs that you're deficient by how much are you deficient? Because at the, if you're taking way too much or way too little, and it's not actually making a difference, then you're just wasting your money. So like, let's get down to the nitty gritty and figure out what do you actually need? And blood work is the best way to do that. Cause you can see, what are you missing? Can you supplement that with your diet? Or do you actually need a supplement for that? And then like you said, it's again, an individual, there's RDI's recommended daily intakes for a lot of these things, but it doesn't take into account your size, your anything. It's just a generalized statement. So I think if you are really looking into these and you think you might have some deficiencies um, with those specific ones, talk to your coach or get some blood work from your doctor. And then you can actually take a look and see what do you need without wasting your money there. Exactly. Um, and I was just looking also like as far as like food sources go, B12, you got um, usually are present with um, animals, fish, meat, poultry, eggs, dairy products. Eat your um, also protein. Some for- yeah, exactly. Another reason to eat your protein. Um, also in some fortified breakfast cereals and traditional yeast. Um, and then also when it comes to calcium, I mean, we all know like um, dairy products are definitely high in calcium. Um, so milk, sugar, cheese, um, and then your vitamin D get out in the sun, go for a walk <laughs> another. So by the end of the day, drink your, uh, or eat, eat your protein, which is going to cover the B12 and the meat products. And also the dairy stuff has a lot of protein in it as well. Um, and get out and go for a walk and get your vitamin D in. Yeah. It really sounds like for the most part, we can get these in through our diet. Um, and a lot of these, especially the three that you named here specifically are touted in the, the fitness industry all the time and talked about all the time because they are common um, deficiencies in people, but people also, especially in the westernized Americanized diet, we have a very, very deficient diet in vitamins and minerals because we eat so much processed food. So if we start to aim for more fruits, veggies, more whole foods, and you start to do that which is a fantastic idea if your goal is body composition and weight loss. Anyways, you are probably going to make up a lot of those issues. Exactly. Um, all right. Last part of this was, what's the best way to determine if we can take supplements with, with our medication and no interaction? Outside of asking a doctor because mine is clueless and the internet is confusing. Ooh. So this, Get is, a new this doctor. is another one. Yeah, I mean, like, like, definitely that's point number one that you guys and and pamela this is one again like i i really wish i could tell you exactly how to do this but this is again something a little bit outside of our scope um we can't 
make any promises that it's going to interact with your medication or not. Um, this is something again, like if your doctor is not, you know, in tune with these kind of things, like I would definitely be asking from other medical professionals as well. Um, there are some, also some drug interaction, um, websites as well. I mean, I know from my nursing background, we had to check that a lot, like through when we were, um, giving medications and such, which like, like IV medication, thing like that. Like we used to have to like the cross check things to make sure they wouldn't interact with each other. Um, so if that's the case, there are different websites, um, reach out to me and let me know. Like, I, I don't know the websites off the top of my head cause I've been out of nursing for a year now. So it's like, I can't really think of like exactly which website it was I used, but if you go to like just drug interaction checker, um, something like that on Google, I bet you can find one that's pretty reliable. Um, again, if that's something you want to ask more questions about, shoot me a message and uh, be more than happy to kind of get you point in the right direction there with that one. And um, I think, um, to add to that? yeah, I think a good thing here that I think should be talked about in fitness in a lot of other areas. So I think it's a good place to bring this in now is self-advocacy. If you feel like that is something that you want and you need, then you need to advocate for yourself. Um, and that can even come into like, if you aren't having a good relationship with your doctor, that's the time where you find a new doctor who's going to fit you. Um, having a primary care physician that you you match with well and is understanding on what you want and it's going to help you take care of what you need um, and also have your best interests at heart, I think is super important um, because like you said, even as coaches, that is extremely outside of our scope to give you. Um, I mean, he has a better, Chase has a better background than I do because he was a nurse, but um, I definitely will not dive in with that with my clients on interactions between um, different drugs and stuff like that. Like that is definitely something that we would recommend you go to your doctor for. So I think self-advocacy is a really, really important part. And if if they aren't letting you do that, then that's where you can advocate for yourself just by finding a new doctor. Yep, exactly. All right, well, we're already like three minutes here. So <laughs> we're gonna wrap this up here. Uh, we have one more question, but we will uh, definitely touch on that one next week. Guys, uh, we're definitely excited to get back into these podcast recordings now. Um, if you guys have any other questions, um, as always, there is a link down in the show notes. Go click on that. You can submit your questions, get them answered on the air. We love to help you guys out and answer these questions. Again, this is the best way to get coaching for free, basically. Um, the more detail you provide us, the better. Um, and Linda and Pamela, thank you guys both for your questions today. If we did not answer something the way you were looking for, you have any more clarification or anything like that, please reach out. Or if anyone honestly has heard something and we you know, still have more questions about it, shoot us a message. All of our contact, contact information is down in the show notes as well. And other than that, anything else, Robin? No, I think you covered it. All right, guys, we'll have a great rest of your week and we'll talk to you guys later. See ya. As always, I want to thank you for listening to the Unfuck Your Health podcast. If you enjoy the show and find it helpful, I'd love it if you would share it on your story so I can thank you for listening and leave a five-star rating review to help the podcast grow and allow me to impact more lives. As always, feel free to reach out with any questions or anything and anyone that you want to see on the show. Thanks again for listening to the Unfuck Your Health podcast.